1: And they both told me, okay, well, Claire, you have to pick one or the other. You can't keep jumping from genre to genre. Mm. And so I told them I was like
2: what's up everybody? It's Ruben J here. You're listening and watching the Ruben J show. Head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth and click subscribe, like this video, and share it with your friends. So that way we can continue to grow. We've had an incredible uh October and November so far. And it's gonna keep getting better. <laughs> It would be a great, great couple of months here. The a couple of weeks, I should say, uh, until we uh, we take our much needed um, but not looking forward to break. Uh, I'm excited to be back. It's Ruben Jay here in the studio. I'm excited to be back this week with this great interview with uh, an up-and-coming country pop artist. Uh, her name is Claire Sully. We're going to talk about her music influences, how she writes, her upcoming album and so much more. Uh, So make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, But before, before I go anywhere, I do just want to say, uh, head over to multimedia mouth.com forward slash Amazon. If the website's working, we've been having some issues with our, our hosting provider that we're working through. So hopefully we'll have it fixed by, um, by the time this episode comes out. Uh, If not, um, then don't head over to Amazon and and start your grocery shopping. But if you hear this another time, head over to MultimediaMouth.com forward slash Amazon, start your grocery shopping. But just as importantly, head over to DollarInTheJar.com, DollarInTheJar.com, because doing that will actually help us out. It helps the show out. um, By you subscribing there, you'll get my direct feed, my direct messages, everything that I send directly to the audience, you'll get there. Whether or not, you are a paid subscriber or whether or not you are a a free subscriber, you will get updates. The difference between the paid subscriber and the free subscriber is you get this podcast ad-free and a lot of times you get it early. And when mouth.com works, you'll also get our articles ad-free and sometimes early as well. So head over there and let's jump into my conversation with Claire Sully right now. All right. You listening to the Ruben J show or you're watching it on YouTube. One of the two, if you're not subscribed to either the audio or video or both, you are making a mistake. I'm being joined right now uh, by Claire Sully. She is a, an up and coming pop country artist whose uh, new EP just dropped for the record. This is coming out on the 31st of October. So it just came out. Uh, right. 20,
1: but yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it came out a couple days ago uh as of this dropping. Um that sounds weird. As, as of this dropping, I'm not gonna do that. As of this episode coming out, uh Claire, welcome to the Ruben J Show. How are you doing this morning? Thank
1: you. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
2: I'm I'm excited to have you. Um I've listened to a little bit of your music and I'm 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 very curious as to where you've got the inspiration for your sound, because as yeah. I was listening, I heard uh, a little bit of classic country yeah. vocal techniques with some, you know, old school Taylor Swift music yeah. styles with some Carrie Underwood inspiration. So how tell me a little about your, your musical inspiration and, and how yeah. you crafted the sound that you have.
1: Totally. Um, so my, the inspiration behind my, this, this new record, this pop country record, um, kind of comes through with Maddie and Tay. They're a pop duo, pop country duo. Um, and then Kelsey Ballerini, who's like my biggest inspiration. And she, she's a pop country as well. Um, but strictly before country, I was a pop artist and I remember meeting with some label executives and I was telling them, Oh, I'm a strictly pop artist, but I'm interested in going the country route. And they both told me, okay, well, Claire, you have to pick one or the other. You can't keep jumping from genre to genre. Mm -hmm. And so I told them, I was like, well, I would love to do like a blend of both if I could do that. And I was told, yeah, just do what Kelsey does, do what Maddie and Tay do. So this record is really, and really my sound is very inspired by Maddie and Tay. Um, By Kelsey Ballerini, a little bit of Dolly Parton, yeah. So I would, I would definitely say that.
2: Those are great people to to try to take inspiration from because Maddie and Tay and Kelsey Ballerini are chart topping artists. You know, Uh, I do I do a country countdown show on on Sundays, and i I see Kelsey Ballerini consistently on the countdown chart.
1: Oh my gosh, I just saw her on tour in Boston. She's just Her popularity, I think since she's opened up for the Jonas Brothers last year. Yeah. I mean, she's just gained so much exposure and a ton of popularity. Um, So she's really making herself, you know, putting her name out there, which is great.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of it too has to do with, you know, Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the country thing for for a good chunk of her career and then all of a sudden going pop. I think that made it popular. And then I think... Kelly Clarkson did kind of the opposite. She was pop for a very long time and then did country. So I think, I don't know what label executive told you you had to pick one genre and stick with it. I think they were wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, no, just because I was putting out pop singles and then I was also putting country singles. So it kind of made it a little confusing for the audience to kind of figure out, Oh, what kind of artist am I? Mm. So it was either you're a pop artist or you're a country artist. And now I consider myself a pop country. Um, Just because I kind of slid into that path um, of country, so.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and so, how long have you been uh, making music?
1: Um, uh, Professionally, I've been doing this since I was about seventeen. I'm 23 now, Um, but I've been singing since I was like four or five.
2: Very cool. That's you know, I, I wish I had a talent like singing that I could say, oh yeah, I knew that I was good at it when I was four. Like the only thing I was ever good at was talking, and here I am.
1: Uh, there you go you're using your talent (laughs)
2: barely barely i don't i don't talk well anymore don't speak well anymore whatever the phrasing is i don't do that very well anymore um now i've only listened to a couple of songs off this Mm -hmm. this unfortunately i full disclosure for anyone listening i messed up our time uh time frame so i thought i had more time to actually like dig into the music (laughs) so unfortunately i wasn't able to really dig deep into this but You know i'm really curious about your songwriting uh process because you know as somebody i I like to say i'm professionally untalented um you know i don't i'm not i'm not great at writing i'm not great at speaking i'm not great at anything uh so when i have somebody on the show who is you know who who is talented i like to know about their talent process and the creative process so tell me like how for you like how a song comes to to fruition because i know there's a lot of different ways to you know to write a a song what's what's the technique that works best for you
1: so well one i've kind of been a writer my whole life i've i always loved english class in high school i enjoyed it in college um and i was just always very creative as a kid and so and i also grew up around a lot of music so i i when i started songwriting i i started at 12 years old and I get inspired by everything and anything really. So when, you know, I get an idea an idea sparks, I'm kind of like, okay, I'll just put it in writing and just see where it kind of goes. Um, and lately I've been inspired by, you know, I just like every country artist, love, heartbreak, mm. um, the environment that I've been in. I'm very inspired by travel. So that's a reason that I called this song, this album, um, let's move south. Cause I want to move to the south. Um, but it, <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's kind of the story behind it, just behind one of the songs. But it's amazing.
2: So you're you're based in Boston.
1: Yes, I am. Born and raised. Um, actually, no, I was raised in Italy. <laughs> Very different. Oh wow. Milan, Italy. Yeah, my um, family in Argentina, and my dad's from the Boston area. So here we are.
2: That's a interesting blood bloodline there.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. It is. It is.
2: So how does, how does a a girl born and raised in Italy with family in Argentina, currently (laughs) in Boston, discover country music? Uh, Do you remember discovering country music for the first time and falling in love with it?
1: You know, what's interesting is in the seventh grade, I had a teacher who was like, Claire, you're going to love country. And I, at the time, I was like, I don't really know. And then I grew up with, you know, like Garth Brooks, that's, that's an artist that my dad and I listened to forever. And. I grew up with the Rascal Flats, Taylor Swift, you know, um, and then I hit high school and I was like listening to country all the time. And I was like, I love this genre. And one of the reasons behind it is because, like I said, I'm a writer, I'm a storyteller. And I think that country music just does a very good job of depicting um, stories and um, their music like that. So.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I listen to um, quite a bit of country. Again, I you know I host a, a country countdown show on Sundays, on TNN Radio. That's a cheap plug for my my employer over there. But uh, you know, I, I like listening to to country because yeah, like you said, it tells a, a really good story. Yeah, and it's
1: very, so it,
2: yeah, and, and we we get a mix. Like I, I feel like you have like the Keith Urbans and the Shopify presents cool sheets from Aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in
0: bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses
2: worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com free22. shopify.com free22. world and the georgia florida lines where it's more like you know party and falling in love and and like but then you have um gosh what's his name I, it was just on the, t- the countdown this last weekend but he was telling a story about falling in love with his his his, his wife and continuously yeah. being in love with his wife and you know and that to, to me like i i used to say that blake shelton used to write the you know like my love songs to people that i you know had crushes Thank on Because they were these stories that were like, okay, I've been there, done that. And I feel exactly that way, but I'm not as cool as Blake Shelton. Um, I don't know where I was going with that rant. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you want to move South. Yeah. Where in the South are you wanting to move to? So
1: I would love to make it down to Nashville. I've been quite a few times and I'm planning to go in November again, just to have a couple meetings with some people, but. I just fell in love with the South. I fell in love with the people, um, you know, the respect that they have down South. Um, and you know, Nashville is music city and you know, it's, it's just where I feel like I'm meant to be.
2: Well, whatever you do, don't come to Los Angeles because.
1: Oh, that's where you're at.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm based okay. in, on the West coast and, uh, it is not, it is not a great place to be. So I've
1: never say. I've never been to LA, but LA was on my list for a very long time growing up and I was like, I want to live in LA. Oh I gosh. LA. And, and I still want to visit, which is which is fun, but
2: Oh, you come come and visit. Stay in Orange County. Okay. Um, it's cleaner and safer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I think if you if you came and visited LA for like a weekend uh-huh. and like really went to LA, you would Wonder why people want to move to LA because it is, yeah. it, it, it's not what it, what people think yeah. it is in the movie Right,
1: right. I've heard yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: so just just an FYI. But Nashville is a great is a great town. I've never been. I got plenty. I got plenty of friends out there, and yeah. it's on the list of places that I want to move to at some point. It's
1: if into bachelorette party like a city bachelorette city, everybody's going there for their bachelorette parties. I mean, and I was told that like the real estate is booming everybody's moving there so it's kind of like and the rent is so expensive so I'm over here like I'm 23 I want to move but like can we bring the prices down a little bit so
2: yeah I think but. you know not to bore people with you know moving to Nashville you know talk but I think the idea would be to move outside of Nashville yeah, you know so it's right. that way it's a little bit cheaper
1: right 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 yeah I agree with that
2: you know? so with this with this EP you have a song on there called are we more than friends
1: yeah, are we more than? Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, or yeah, and the, the lyric is "Are we more than friends?" and and it's the story of, I'm assuming you and somebody going back and forth, having maybe a flirtatious relationship. So, yeah. I need the details. What's his name?
1: Yeah. So I wrote this song um, like around the second year of COVID, um, September of 2021, and I had just I, I'm not gonna put his name out there, but I had met a I had met a very nice guy, and. I was just noticing our our friendship was turning into something a little bit more, just more lively. I don't know. It just felt different. And, you know, he shows up at a couple of events of mine to support me. Um, And I was like, you know, I really, I want to put this into a song And because I just never figured out if we were more than friends, if we were not. Um, And I ended up writing this song with Kelsey Ballerini's former tech, Jeremy Boyle, which was amazing. We bounced off ideas back and forth. We wrote through Zoom. He wrote my bridge. Um, I wrote the verses and chorus, and I kind of would just tell him the backstory, and I would tell him like each week, like, "Oh, this happened, and he did this, and this is what happened now." So um, we kind of just bounced off of that story, and we made it a song. And I was like, "This has to make it on the record." So I'm really, I'm really proud of it.
2: So are you still, are you still friendly with with the person the song's about?
1: I'm still friends with him. Yeah, I would say so. He he's kind of distanced himself. He's, you know, he's in he's in school, so I get that. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're all right. I think we're good.
2: Awesome. Well, you know that's that's a good thing that that at least you guys are still still. He connecting.
1: doesn't sing songs about him, but he
2: we'll does now
1: he does now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: does, he, does he still randomly show up to events for you?
1: No, unfortunately not
2: fortunately or unfortunately
1: unfortunately not i know but i should i should probably tell him
2: <laughs> and so so you never shot your shot
1: i think in a way he like knew that i was into him a little bit but no okay. in a way i haven't maybe the song will be away
2: <laughs> you know what you should do is you should ask him you should make a music video for the song uh-huh ask him to play the lead
1: uh-huh. and if he's, <laughs> a good idea
2: if he doesn't pick up on that hint, then girl, you just gotta leave him behind. He's
1: so clueless, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there, I mean, us guys, we are extremely clueless. Oh, like, it, it will, like, my my girlfriend will be leaning in for a kiss, and I'm just sitting there being like, "What are you doing, you weirdo?" Okay. <laughs> and she's like, "You are so clueless, you know." And I'm like, "What? What? What? Oh, Is there something okay. in my teeth?" And she's like, "No, I want like kiss me, you idiot." Yeah, um. Yeah. So yeah, I think you should do that definitely. Um. I, I will I will donate to the uh, the crowdfunding uh, effort to get this music Perfect. video. <laughs> yeah, One dollar. So with with this this EP, you have another song on there called uh, called Dolly. Yeah. And at I saw the title and I was like, "What is she writing about? Like, this is interesting." You know, because my dumb brain didn't put two and two together and be like, "Oh, she's a country singer. She's singing about Dolly Parton." Tell yeah. me about that song because I'm I'm curious as to to the inspiration behind that one.
1: So yeah, Dolly is inspired by me technically because the first lyric of it of it is growing up in a small town I didn't have much to do. I would rock, walk around the block a million times or two. So it is based on my life growing up in a small town, but I also got inspired by Dolly Parton just because, so what she's one out of 10 children if I'm correct. And she comes from a very like poor family. So to kind of watch her become the artist that she has become all of these years and become so successful coming from, you know, dirt poor, you know, not having literally anybody but her family um, and just seeing how successful she was. I was like, I love Dolly and this is a huge reason as to why we all really love Dolly. So I was like, I got inspired by her and um, I kind of was like, I want to follow in those footsteps for sure.
2: Are you from a big family as well?
1: um so my my on my dad's side he's one out of six my mom is just her and her brother and i just have a twin sister so it's just her and i
2: twin sister
1: i do yeah
2: you guys ever switch places and
1: we did when we were kids like homeroom class oh yeah people got confused seriously (laughs) yeah how did that well my sister says she's got blue eyes so i'm really surprised that nobody was able to catch that we've done that maybe two or three times when i was back in italy and then we were like okay we should stop this because it's confusing all the teachers (laughs) so
2: that's incredible though
1: yeah it was fun we now we look a little more like sisters i guess you could say um but yeah her name is anna she's got blue eyes she's fun she's great
2: (laughs) i okay but i need i need like you never got caught switching switching places
1: no, not really. No, but as as twins, I think when twins are younger, they really do tend to look identical. I mean, unless you were staring at us like that in the eyes, <laughs> but but I don't think teachers ever like really did that. I don't know. We must have like in second grade. Second grade.
2: Yeah, but you know, okay. So I, I can see as you get older, you know, features might change a little bit. You know, you guys might dye your hair differently. Right. Um, you know, obviously, at, at some age, you guys start probably start dressing differently. Uh huh. But even as a young kid, I would assume that you guys would have slightly different voices and slightly yeah. different personalities.
1: I, yeah. Oh, our personalities are very different. She's a little more introverted. I'm a little more extroverted. Um, yeah. We're, we're very different. You know, she wants to go to the career path with like psychology. I in mean, like music. So we're very different, but we're also very similar.
2: Yeah. That's that's, that's so cool. because yeah, I, I have a couple of friends who, you know, are twins, but they never, uh, never actually switch places. So, and I'm like, I'm like,
1: well, the parent trap thing. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a waste of opportunity. I mean, you know, cause like, it's like the one chance that like, Oh my, you know, your sister might be really good at, at math and you might be really good at, you know, just to keep it, you know, stereotypical yeah. here, you know, art or something, yeah. you know, you guys could switch places for the test.
1: Right. Right. I know we, I'm, you know, we're not identical. So I think that if they tried that now in high school, they knew right off the bat, who's Anna, who's Claire. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, that makes yeah. sense
1: Uh-huh.
2: interesting all right cool well that's that's good to know but uh yeah. back to back to the music you know get the new record out mm-hmm. um you know my my big big thing especially with young artists who are trying to make a name for themselves mm-hmm. is you know what what makes you um like what inspires you to continuously put out music because the music business is not an easy business
1: not an easy
2: business no i know people think it's glamour and and whatnot but it's difficult you have to you know it's not like back in the 80s where if you were good you get a record deal you know now it's like you got to be great and have certain amount of numbers and a certain amount of downloads and a certain amount of this and that before you even have a talk with with a label who's going to say
1: right Right. so Um, what
2: keeps you going in this in this day and age
1: you know i think Instead of, you know, as when I growing up, I always saw it as, oh, I want to do what Taylor Swift's doing. Oh, I want to do what, you know, Justin Bieber's doing. And that was just because seeing their glam and glory life, it was mm-hmm. like a lot of us could be like, well, I want to do that. Whereas if you kind of like lay off of that and be like, oh, I just kind of want to be an artist, be a singer, entertainer, just because you love the craft and, you know, love the writing and the performing aspect of it. I think that's where you just, that's all you're thinking about, right? So as you're doing that, that's when the connections start flowing. That's when the emails and the calls start coming in. And that's kind of how I saw it, you know, after I hit a specific age, I think after like 15 or 16, I was like, I'm not in this anymore for the glam and the I'm in it because I actually love this. And, you know, I'm very passionate about music, um, very passionate about songwriting and collaborating with people. And since then it's been incredible. So. Yeah.
2: Now you, you mentioned you wrote with uh, Kelsey Ballerini's former tech. Yeah. What was that process like? Because I, I think, again, I'm the most untalented person in the world. If you asked me to write a song, I would probably rewrite the alphabets uh, and not put them in the right order. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, if I had the chance to sit down and write a song with somebody who worked with, one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would lose my mind. I think it would yeah. be very difficult for me to focus on writing a song. Mm-hmm. and I would probably focus more on. So tell me about this person. Tell me how they play. Tell me about this. How was that experience working with somebody who who works so closely with somebody that you, uh, you know, you look up to as, as an artist?
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. So funny enough, as where does this happened, we just connected on Facebook. We kind of like added each other as friends and then i don't i think it might have been me i i reached out and i was like oh like hey like how's it going pleasure to connect um and he was like hey i'm out in nashville if you ever want to write a song let me know and i i saw his profile and i was like former former like tech to kelsey ballerini and i was like okay well one of the reasons i i want to write with you is because you're a writer in nashville and my big goal was to um Kind of just get a feel of the writers in Nashville, get a feeling of like, like the co-writers out there and whatnot. So writing with him was just great because we bounced off ideas. We did talk a little bit about like her sound. We talked about, um, you know, her events and kind of where I wanted my musical journey to fit in, kind of like hers. So -hmm. we did talk about that. And then we just bounced off ideas of like how I wanted the song to sound and where I wanted to go with it. So. I mean it was a great process we did zoom like we did zoom um meetings every week while he was in Nashville and I was in Boston and we just wrote together and uh, we were just so so proud of this song so I'm very happy with how it came out
2: yeah it's a, it's a great song I actually really enjoyed it um are, are are there plans to write with him again down down the line are you hoping I thats so.
1: I definitely think so he's a great writer he's a great writer and I think that when I'm down in Nashville I would love to make time to see him and you know, and if I find time, then great. Um, but he's great; I would totally write with him again. Absolutely,
2: awesome. Now, I like to ask this question because, again, I don't have a body of work like an album or an EP or anything to put out and get people's you know responses from. You know, right. I get I get lucky when when people comment on on the podcast. Other than hey, I heard it, good good show, and I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. Um, what are you hoping that people get from from this particular uh ep
1: mm-hmm.
2: a- and your music in general like like is there like a specific you know I-, I feel like a lot of especially female artists tend to have you know some sort of cause or yeah. um mission uh, with their, their music do you have something like that for your for your own music
1: my thing was like i want to be as honest and as open as I was in my past two records. The first record was called Midnight Emotions and that was written as soon as COVID started. So a lot of artists were kind of in their lows, you know, like depressed anxiety during COVID. And that was that record. Then I wrote a second record kind of on like my love life, my, my personal life a little bit. And so this is kind of like me stepping into 23, kind of leaving my pop stuff behind and kind of reinventing myself as a country artist. Um, and I wanted to just start kind of a new era and I wanted to just write songs that were very vulnerable, very open, very honest. And I think that there's going to be a song on this record that I think everybody's going to relate to. It's going to be, you know, I have songs on there about like my mom. I have a song on there that you can like have a wine night with your girls, um, you know, heartache. So it kind of just brushes a lot of different topics. And I think that a lot of people can relate to at least one of them. So I'm just trying to be super honest and open. Um, cause that's what I said, like I'm a storyteller and I think that this very well wraps up where I'm, where I'm at in my country artist life right now.
2: Awesome. I need a wine, a wine night with my girls.
1: Right. Oh, don't we all
2: <laughs> put on a good rom-com? Yeah. Get a good, a good, uh, good Rosé.
1: Oh, I know. Rosé is the way to go. Oh, so good. Um,
2: sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got any shows coming up?
1: Yeah. So we've got, um, I have a town event, um, October 22nd in Walpole, Massachusetts, where I currently reside. Um, from- so, so
2: uh, let's do starting in November just because this is coming out on, this episode's coming out on the 31st.
1: Okay. Awesome. Um, so yeah, other than that event, we have, a, I have a tour coming up. Um, I get back from Nashville about the second week of November. And I have a booking agent who's interested in booking shows for me in Boston, Providence, Connecticut, and New York. We're thinking of starting at Loretta's Bar, which is up in Boston, um, near Fenway, Fenway Park. Um, and yeah, he's got the list for me set up this week. So I'm excited to see where we're going to be starting out.
2: Tell him to get you out to L.A. so that way you can play some music oh, and
1: LA. We'll, check we'll out Los Angeles. TV. Definitely. we got to make it to L.A.
2: Awesome. Well, the EP is called uh, "Let's Move South." It's out now. Uh, and go and download it. Uh, where can people find you on on the internet?
1: Um, I'm all over the internet. I'm all over Instagram, Claire Sully Twenty Seven, all digital platforms under Claire Sully. And um, yeah, let's connect.
2: Claire Sully go follow her go get her music uh, and if you are in the Boston area and you see that she's playing shows go and support support your girl support local music because it is an art form that needs to stay around for a long long time uh, because if there ain't, if there's no local music there's no reason to to live
1: <laughs> yep. well that's very well put
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was very extreme uh, Claire Sully thank you so much I appreciate your time Thank you so much. And that was my conversation with Claire Sully. It was a great one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you uh, head over to your favorite podcast provider and subscribe to this podcast. I also hope that uh, you share this episode with a friend because that's how we grow. That's how this podcast will grow. So make sure you share this with a friend. And last but not least, uh, more important than anything else, uh, head over to Instagram and follow me at the J and follow the podcast at the Ruben J show. Um, both of those need some love, so head over, give us a like, give us a follow, and share us with a friend. Um, and with that, I'm excited for for next week. Next week's podcast is gonna be a good one. Uh, I think it will be the last podcast before we officially go on a Thanksgiving retreat, which means we'll be off for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think we're going to be off for two consecutive Mondays for new content, but we'll have replay episodes available. Um, So, um, but I will know for sure by the time next week's episode airs, whether or not we're taking a full break or we're just taking a one week break or whatever it is. So um, at the Ruben J on Instagram at the Ruben J show on, on Instagram as well. Uh, But make sure to subscribe because next week, Oh my gosh. Guys, next week's going to be incredible. I'm having a conversation with my pastor, Lance Cook, and I think it's a great one. So uh, subscribe and stick around for that. With That being said, I'm out. I will chat with you guys next time. Thank you so much.
1: dinner.